You're listening to the smartest guys in marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. We're thrilled and excited to have you guys here, guys and gals. You guys obviously know us well. You, I think many of you know our story, the amount of money that we've spent in advertising, the team that we've built, the success that we've had. And our goal is to take that, our experience, not only that, but the experience that we've had with our mentors and distill that down to you guys today. And what I believe, and I think Taylor would agree, very foundational and pivotal things for you guys to succeed long-term. You guys good with that? So I have three thoughts on kind of this foundational element. And one of the mistakes that we made was falling out of love with our clients, falling out of love with helping them get results. And it wasn't intentional. I think it was a byproduct of our fast growth. It was a byproduct of just being busy and having to deal with all the things you have to deal with in growing a business. Taylor said, you've got ads, you've got marketing, you've got a team, maybe you have contractors, taxes, you know, you build this huge list. And if you lose sight of this really crucial, important thing, that's at the moment when you will fall out of love with your clients, you'll fall out of love with your business, you'll experience burnout, and then you'll say, screw this, why am I even here? Why am I even doing this? What the frick is the point? Have any of you guys experienced that at all? Raise your hand, yes or no. Okay, so if you have this as the focus and you have this as the core of your business and it is your true motivation, then I believe that this is the thing that can propel you and sustain you in overcoming those things that you're going to deal with. You know, whether it's like your ads aren't working or you're like sitting there at the computer trying to build your webinar and you're like, oh my God, what do I even say? What do I do? All these things that are the barriers that keep everybody else from actually getting success to you busting through those barriers. And we maybe have portrayed this. I don't think it hasn't been intentional, especially to our clients, regardless of the struggles and challenges and the barriers that we face. But I think the difference between us and so many other people is like there is just nothing that's going to get in front of us that's going to keep us back. Sometimes we're going to run our head right into that wall and we're going to pass out. <laughs> you know, it's going to hurt for a while. But then we're going to get up <laughs> and we're going to do it again and again and again until we figure it out. I think some of the secrets that we've learned that we try to portray you guys in regards to environments, that, like, that's not just some cliche thing that we say. You know, having a mentor, it's not just some thing that we say that sounds really good and pretty, but that is our reality. That's our experience. And we surround ourselves with amazing people who they've beat their head against the walls and broken through, right? And they have experienced that success and that breakthrough. And when you're aligned and connected with the people who have done that, then you know that it's possible. It's like you might have one more time where you're running against that wall, you're going to bust through. But so many people, they stop. Like they hit, and they're like, oh my God, I don't think I can get through this wall. I don't think I can get through this barrier. Right. So when you have these things in front of you, the core, 
of what we're going to talk about here in the next few minutes, I think it's going to propel you to bust through that barrier. Because you guys are going to have problem after problem, challenge after challenge. And if you guys weren't here yesterday, we talked about this some. Uh, it's going to happen. But you have to have this in front of you. Okay? You guys are with us so far? Yeah. Tell us the secrets. All right, so number one, everything being client-centric. So what does that mean? That means love and appreciation, admiration for the journey that they are on. Total empathy for your client and the journey that they're on. Where they are and where they want to go. And all the things, all the struggles, all the problems, the nightmares, everything that stems from that, that's holding them back, having total appreciation for that journey. And empathy is such a powerful weapon in this business. And it's something that is, is drastically lacking for so many experts. Why? Because they see dollar signs. They see a number. We've fallen into that trap before. Yeah, it's true. When you keep this in front of you, again, it's going to help you break past. Because when you have empathy, you have compassion, it's greater than money. Because I promise you, you might be at a place in your business right now where money is like, it's a motivator, and that's fine. It's okay. But if you're like us, like we thought that $100,000 a month was like, whoo, we make $100,000 in a month, like we're that's rich. it, we're rich. Like that's, we'll arrive, we'll be there. And then we did, and we're like, feel exactly the same yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like why why is it like what's happening to me you know yeah and there's like it must be two hundred thousand or two hundred fifty thousand yep. a month and then guess what same right so that's why you know we're, we're telling this stuff based off experience like money is never going to meet that need that you have anything you want to add to that oh so much i want to add to that if you ever get to a point where you're not obsessed with client results or clients getting what they wanted when they paid you then the trajectory of your business all of a sudden has reversed and it's going backwards. So you got to check yourself. I think every day, I think every day is healthy. Am I in love with the outcome or am I, am I in love with the client? It's a little bit of a difference. Does that make sense? And then in terms of money, we just add one thing to the money. I was talking with a client this morning on the way here and we're out, I'm out in front of Starbucks and I'm just pacing around talking to him. And he's like trying to get off the phone because he respects my time. I'm like, no, 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 this is and this and this and this. And I keep going. I was like, this is where you need to get with your offer. Yeah. Where it's like, dude, I like money a lot. Money is really cool. It's like, it's a great thing. It's a great to have a lot of money. But I'm pacing outside of Starbucks, not because you're paying me, but because I'm obsessed with this. If you don't like your offer, you're screwed. Ooh. So don't build an offer that you think is like, oh man, this is like, I can get people to pay a lot of money for this, but you don't like the offer. Because then you're not going to pace around in Starbucks free because you're in love with it. Am I obsessed with this offer? Am I obsessed with this client? Be willing to change your market if you're not. Any questions on that? So in like seeing you guys now for a little while, um, what was the turning point um, that kind of, or like, like said another way, what was like your like bottom um, as you describe the like falling out of love with your clients? What was the like point that made you say, Hey, we have a real problem that we have to address. It was real recent. And we just kind of became unhappy. I mean, we were like, why aren't more people coming in? Why aren't people doing what they're told to do? Why, 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 why? And then I don't think we would have noticed it without Jay. Because we basically got on a, on a phone with Jay and complained to him for an hour. And graciously, he was like, 
you guys can either stay in a little ball on the floor, like what you're doing right now, or you can get back in the game, so you get to decide. And we're like, nobody talks about this. <laughs> we're trapping funnels, Jay. <laughs> but it was a breakthrough moment, because we he was like, you know, you guys have fallen in love with having a big business instead of falling in love with having massive client results. We were like, it's true. And then we, that's when you guys saw us asking for feedback. Hey, what do you guys think about this? Got a lot of amazing feedback. Did the same thing with our brush line. And we are basically just like, dude, look, like, are we content being the best that the market has to offer? Or do we want to be the best that we can be? And if you're satisfied with being the best in your market for your clients, you're already missing it because who cares about the competition? Who cares if you're the best option for the competition? Nobody. Are you maxing out your potential? That's where our human fulfillment comes from. Very little fulfillment is going to come from, oh, I'm better than this person. That'll stroke your ego, but it's not going to fulfill you long term. But untapped, unlimited fulfillment will come from being able to say, like, I'm the best possible that I can be in this moment right now. I'm at 100%, man. I'm at 100%. That will fulfill you and sustain you day after day after day. But if you're just like, oh, I'm better than him, better than her, it's, who cares? There's no fulfillment in that. Does that So that's when we kind of hit, hit that point, you know? Yeah. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah, it's easy to fall into this game of comparing yourself so with easy. the competition. You're looking at what they're doing, like what, what are their marketing tricks and tactics and strategies? How are they helping their clients? When you do that, you take your eye off the prize, and that is the client results for your clients and being the best and having, it's just crazy. Like, I really truly believe that we are the absolute best um, in what we do. But if we get our eye off that prize, you know, we veer. And that's what happens. It's nobody else's fault except for ours. And so we just had to come to that reality. And when you have an offer that is 100% focus on the client, it becomes an offer that they can't refuse. It becomes an offer where they're like beating down your door. Literally. That's what happened when we started Traffic and Funnels. Obviously, it took us a while to get into that, that groove. We had to have the opportunity to have the conversations and dive in, dig into the market. It was many, many, many phone calls. That's what I'm saying before is many people would have stopped after the seventh phone call or the second month where the first month we did over $100,000 in revenue. And then February, we did like 30 something. How many people would have stopped? Said, oh my God, that must have been fluke. This is not going to happen again, Right. So that's why I'm saying like these are such crucial elements that if you don't have them, you will stop. You will be defeated. You will quit. And so we want you in this game for a long, long time. And even just going back, just going back to that wall with the sledgehammer, you know, is taking that, that extra swing is going to be the thing that's going to defeat the competition. Yeah. Can I ask some of that real yeah. quick before you move on? How many of you have gone on a strategy session to the end and you know this person needs to work with you, but they don't want to and you don't want to push them? Literally everyone should raise their hand. Unless you're perfect, then I want to pay you to teach me. <laughs> but here's the thing. What solves, the pro- what solves that problem is what he's talking about. Because if you only care about 
Like if, if you're so, so in love with the client and what they want, then you're compelled to check them at the end of the call. And what are the three rules of sales that I talk about? Anybody know? Rule number one, what's your job on the sales call? Okay, this is, yeah, this is good. We'll just teach on this since you guys don't know this. So rule number one, pen and paper. Let's go. It's your job to help the, the prospect make the right choice for them. It's your job to help the prospect make the right choice for them. So Peter was involved with this a couple months ago. Started asking our sales guys, hey, what's the number one goal on the call? They're like, get a deposit. No. Get to the no. <laughs> no. And I was like, what's wrong with you? You haven't paid attention, but it was my fault. I had to train them. Your only job on the call is to help the person make the right decision for them. So every question you ask them, the reason you got to find out their pain is because you can't prescribe a, a medicine without knowing what hurts. Like you would get literally sued, thrown in jail, malpractice. So that's the only reason we're asking those questions. It's because your job is to help them make the right decision. What's rule number two? Anybody know? Rule number two is the client, the best thing for them will always be outside of their comfort zone. Always. Because if it wasn't, they would have already done it. Rule number three is the client will fight like hell to stay inside their comfort zone. So that means when you get to the end of the call, and someone's told you that they don't have any time and they can't see their kids, or they're paying too much in taxes, or they're fat and afraid they're about to die, or I'm not being crass. I'm telling you, this is the problem. These are the problems that people experience. This is why they're coming to you. And then they're like, oh, I don't know if this is the right time for me. Then from an empathetic, compassionate perspective, the question needs to be like, well, what the hell is going to change until you decide that you've had enough? Does that make sense? The secret, though, is being client-centric. Because if you do that because you need to get the sale, you're a terrorist. Like, you just manipulate people to get what you want. But if you do that from a perspective of, like, I'm committed to this person's outcome in their life and what they want, I'm committed to it, then you can push someone and coach someone from a place of care for the client it's not going to come off as pushy. They're going to thank you for it. So we This is number two is everything you do is 100% in their best interest. So what's happening here is you are being armed to be the best. You're being armed to do the right thing, right? At least number three is this gives you the conviction that what you are doing is an absolute, right? What you are doing, when you have conviction that your motivation is their best outcome. That detaches you, right? When you have the potential to solve their problem, you have the medicine, you know how to go in and do surgery, remove the tumor, right? And that is the best thing for them. Like they have this issue, they have this pain. When you know that that is the best thing to go in with the scalpel and remove it, right? You have that conviction you know, that's what's right for them. And what's the alternative if you don't do that? If you don't say, no, Jane, like this is, this is what you need to do. Da, 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 da. What's the alternative? So with that being the case, is it your obligation? Yes, no? Yeah. Not a true question. Okay. And that's the thing, like that changes the whole dynamic. When you operate from that place and everything you do from 
writing your ad to your webinar, to your VSL, to your group, to the conversations that you're having, to your organic posts, when everything stems from that, it gives you absolute authority, right? Because I guarantee you, guarantee you that 99% of the people who are competing against you are not thinking that way. They're ensnared with the wrong motivation of, oh, I just need five clients this month, right? They're not thinking of, I'm the doctor. I know exactly what is best for them. I get on the call. I listen to their pain, right? And then I show them the road to recovery. This is something that you're going to have to think about. You're going to have to tear it down over the next couple of days. Journal about it. Think about every angle of it. Because it's not just going to happen. Like you're not just going to soak this in right away. But once you get it, it can transform your business forever. 